Welcome to another version of this Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast. This week, we have two great teams in the greater Thumb West squaring off against each other in girls basketball Thursday night. Weather pending, but we shall see what happens with that. We have the Reese Rockets hosting the Bad Axe Lady Hatchets. And first up, we have the Reese Rockets moving forward. And here's uh, Coach Josh Piquel is with us. Coach, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on. For sure, and first thing I'll tell you before I ask the interview questions here is uh, when I first saw your name on the roster, Josh Piquel, my first thought was Rutgers coach Steve Peichel, who has done great things so far uh, with the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, moving them from basically basement of the Big Ten to what should have been a Sweet 16 run last year. So if that means anything to you, I guess it tells you you're doing a great job. (laughs) Well, thank you. For sure. So uh, at the time of this interview, the Reese Lady Rockets are 10-3 and overall, 5-0 and in greater Thumb West play. Make no mistake about it, those three losses have come from a very, very tough schedule with D2 and D1 teams. So first question I got for you is what are some of the things your team has learned from those, from the, from experiencing that type of, that level basketball? Uh, yeah, we, when we made the schedule, uh, last year we wanted to add any Sagma Valley League team that we could add to the schedule and then from there work our way into the Tri-Valley and add any team that would be willing to play us and uh, we were able, fortunate enough to get Mount Pleasant, Bay City Western, uh, Arthur Hill and then uh, Freeland and Swan Valley uh, and it, it's benefited us greatly um, especially I mean some of the stuff that we may or may not we may be able to get away with um, in conference games. We could not get away with playing those teams. So it, it kind of opened our eyes uh, a little bit. Definitely the physicality, um, how to handle switching up different defenses from teams. The, uh, a lot of those teams did that. Uh, and it forced us to have to uh, adapt. So um, I, I feel like it's helped us. Um, we've been doing this for a few years now, scheduling tough teams and, uh, and look to continue doing it so yeah and something you may not have known is that I used to do the PA for Essexville Garber and I believe a few years back I'm not sure if you were at Reese yet but one of those uh, tougher scheduled games was against Essexville Garber years ago yeah I believe that would have been oh boy three or four years ago but uh they ended up they we played them at Reese um yeah we that was a few years ago yep yeah. so Technically, I, I feel I feel a little bit older, but still only at 26 years of age, I don't feel too old yet. So let's, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try to think young, stay young. So That's for those right. that are listening, think young, stay young. So um, I guess we're kind of spinning to the opposite of that. This team, no doubt about it, is senior laden. It's got eight seniors uh, from the volleyball team, Matty Ozentoski, Aiden Dalek, Sarah Gray, Josie Johnson, Jersey Van Ochten, Abby Karst, Andy Reinert, Callie Blossom, all we're on the volleyball team, Coach Angie Compton leading them and the seniors to a state title. Congratulations to them. So what are some of the things they've learned from the volleyball court and that championship run they have taken? What have they taken to the basketball court? Uh, judging by watching them, um, the big games that uh, hasn't really phased them, I guess, just from what I've noticed. Um, but we honestly, we have not we haven't talked much about volleyball or, or uh, anything to that effect. We're just focused on each practice and each game. Um, and I think also, like you said, them 
uh, being older um, has helped them tremendously also for what to look forward to uh, each night. Definitely taking that championship experience to the basketball court. You just keep moving forward because now that's yep. in the rearview mirror. You're looking for, to, towards a greater Thumb West title and hopefully perhaps even a state title in basketball. So nonetheless, as a Thumb Media guy, I have to ask this question. And whatever you can, you can disclose, whatever you can't disclose, don't feel pressured. But what in the world is going on with Maddie Azentoski? Anything you uh, can answer with her? Yeah, I... I... She has a hurt knee. Other than that, I, I can't really disclose anything. So um, she's been out, oh boy, since before winter break, I want to say. And um, some other girls have stepped up in her absence and, and uh, have, have played meaningful minutes and looking to looking to go from there. So Sure thing. With any with – any, uh, Team with championship experience, it's always next man or woman in this case up. So that's that's kind of moving towards the next question. Where what were some of the positives you've learned so far from the season? We talked about the losses. Now we're moving towards uh, the Greater Thumb West play and the rest of league play. What are some of the positives you've seen so far from this team in the undefeated start uh, division play? Oh, I uh, I really like um, definitely our senior leadership. Uh, seniors that come ready to play night in night out and then also our juniors have really progressed as far as uh development so far this year which is which is a very positive sign to see uh so i'm very happy with those two things um now of course we can get better with some some stuff but so far so good i'm, I'm very happy with where we're at so an undefeated record is is nothing to be to be upset about for sure. So uh, right. now moving forward, what are some of the things you're looking to improve on for uh, this week's schedule coming up? You have Vassar on Tuesday, of course, and then our game of the week, Bad Axe on Thursday. Uh, late game situation type stuff for sure. Um, and then just making sure, which which we've done most games, but sometimes there's some lapses, is uh, dictating our, our pace of play and style of play that we want to play uh, and not letting the other team dictate that. So. Uh, those are the, those are the main things. Yeah, if you if you get a team to play at your pace, it's you have a better chance for your team to win. Now the other right. first bad axe game, I would I would say it was more of on bad axe's pace because it was much yep. lower scoring. So what are what are some things you're looking at uh, perhaps to perhaps change a narrative? Well, yeah, we we learned a lot from the uh, bad axe game uh, with the with the junk defenses that we'll get. You know, triangle and two, and then three girls playing man on our guards and the rest sitting in a one, one zone. So we've put in a lot of stuff uh, that we're looking at. Uh, and we've actually been able to, to practice some of that against some of these other teams, which is nice. So um, just, and then other than that, just playing our style of play. Sure. So I have, each show I have done, I always ask the coach, what's the word or phrase for they have for the, for the team for this week, whether that's, I don't know, finish, whether that's competition, intensity. So the that's a question I have for you is what word do you have for your team for this week? Well, not really for this week, more or less for our season. Sure. We've had it since I've started. Is It's T-G-H-T, which uh, is the game honors toughness. Um, and that's uh, most of the time we have that posted right on our uh, whiteboard in our locker room. 
uh, and, and that's kind of our model that we go by. So, TGHT, uh, a four-letter acronym. If I'm sure you're aware of Marcus Stroman, who used to pitch for the Blue Jays, the Mets, now the Cubs. He has a four-letter model like that, HDMH, which is height doesn't measure heart. So Right. Yep. So uh, anything else you have to add to this uh, here on Daily Tribune Sports Podcast? Uh, no, I don't really have anything else to add. I'm looking forward to this week. Um, and uh, in our competition remaining on our schedule. It's league competition for the rest of the way out. So he is Coach Josh Bakel. This has been the first half of the Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast. We'll be talking to Bad X Coach Kurt Dennis in just a little bit. And we're back with the second half of this here on Daily Tribune Sports Podcast. On the first half, we listened to Coach Josh Pickell at Reese. And as a quick aside, the uh, Reese girls volleyball team was handed, or, well, not necessarily handed, but the banner was raised last uh, Friday night against USA. So another congratulations to the Reese volleyball team on the state title. I forgot to mention that on the first half of the show. But nonetheless, we have hit Bad Axe's half of this show. And here, returning to the show, as he had some success the first time around, he decided that the second time was a go, and maybe, um, I guess, in maybe regrettably, or maybe he's excited for it, Kurt Dennis is back here with us. Welcome back, Kurt. Hey, Tom. Good to talk to you again, and we are excited that uh, you're going to be around again for Thursday's game. Weather pending, but it's looking, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, this weather at least passes us so that I can make a safe drive down there. So the Bad Axe Lady Hatchets are 10-2 and two overall, 5-1 and one in greater thumb west play. How I've seen the season, I mean, the two losses have been to very good teams, Sandusky and Reese. There's a lot of more learning and improving through victories rather than losses, and I'm sure that's kind of how you would like to have it. Yeah, there's no doubt we'd rather be 12-0 and 0 right now. Um, you know, as you mentioned, our two losses were uh, very competitive games. Uh, we were in both of them. Uh, in fact, the Sandusky one, I would uh, say that we uh, may not have done ourselves any favors in a good position near the end and maybe got a little sloppy with it. But, um, no, you know, we're sitting in a pretty good position. Uh, I would be lying if I didn't say I'd rather be 6-0 and in the conference tonight. But uh, at 5-1, and we're still right in the fight. And we have, uh, you know, the destiny, our own destiny in our hands, and we can control that, and that's an important place to be. Absolutely, and if it, control is in your own hands, similar to um, how the Michigan Wolverines, even though losing to Michigan State, they still had destiny in their hands, barring a Michigan State loss, which happened. And Michigan went on to win the Big Ten. So one loss does not mean eliminated. Just ask Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Sure. No, no, you're absolutely right. So uh, with that said, uh, what have been a lot of the positives so far in the 10-2 uh, and two stretch you've had to start this year? Well, you know, I think some of them, uh, and, and very predictably, uh, was our depth. We've been able to go very deep in our bench. Uh, we've got a lot of different people step up in a lot of different key situations. 
Uh, and we had anticipated that would be the case, and, and that's really worked out well. So uh, there's been some positives with, with what we knew were coming in. Uh, I would say we've <clears throat> progressed throughout the season uh, on a nice pace uh, defensively. We've gotten tougher, uh, better at the loose balls uh, than we were at the beginning. So I think we're developing. We're getting better as we go. Um, I'm learning a, a little better, uh, maybe a ways away still, but uh, how you uh, interchange the depth and the talent that we do have. So I, I think those are some positives. Uh, you know, in terms of the game we're talking about now, uh, the one big factor for us will be that uh, as we interview now, it's a Tuesday and we've got a huge, huge game tonight that uh, can impact the significance of Thursday's game, you know, quite a bit. Oh, yes. And that was going to kind of be my next point is for the earlier listeners, uh, Cass City coming up tonight. And what a way for yours truly to be introduced to Greater Thumb West Divisional Basketball with a double overtime thriller in Cass City, and Coach Ketter and I were talking about it after that game. It had a March-like feeling out there. It, it did, and Cass City is an excellent team, and, and I think, again, very predictably, I think most of us agree that it was going to be Badaxe, Cass City, and Reese kind of slugging it out for the conference title this year, and I don't think we could have been you know, any more right on point uh, you know, we had a three-point game with Reese the first time around. Cass City had a three-point uh, game with Reese the first time around. Uh, I would anticipate, and I would hope uh, that the Bad Axe girls will definitely give what I anticipate, is that it's going to be two big, tough battles again. Um, but that first game with Cass City is, if it was ESPN, it would be an instant classic. Um, it was, uh, I don't know that you could have asked for anything else, and uh, we felt very fortunate uh, to get out of uh, Cass City, where it's a, it's a tough place to play anyways, and they're very talented this year, well-coached. And to get out of there with a one-point double overtime victory, we felt very fortunate for sure. That game was awesome, baby, with a capital A. <laughs> Prayers up for Dick Vitale as well as he recovers in chemotherapy as well as uh, his vocal cords have not been the best, have not been the friendliest to him so far this year as he has to sit the rest of the year. But nonetheless, I had to give out a Dick Vitale impersonation there. Now, one of the players that really stood out in that Cass City game, and she had probably the two biggest free throws that she has had this season and perhaps even in her career, Catherine Himmel. We've talked about it off air. Catherine Himmel is Catherine Himmel. Tell us more. Yeah, I mean, specifically to the t what you're talking about for, you know, Catherine or any any athlete, again, at any level, to be put in a position uh, like that uh, with the noise level, the decibels where they were, uh, the atmosphere, as you said, a March-like atmosphere, uh, for a kid to go up there with nobody else on the lane because time has expired and to knock one of those free throws down uh, – I mean, you, you can't even replicate that kind of pressure in any other sense. So um, she is a gamer. Um, she shows up every single night. You know you're going to get 110% from Catherine. You know you're going to get everything about her best effort. Uh, and to step up and hit that, um, like I said, it's there's not a lot of words that can describe that for sure. <clears throat> yeah, with the, the pressure was on, and she hit one of the two, which sent him to overtime for sure. So um, can't forget about Kate Clancy either, and Makasiba, others, other contributors on the team. But uh, one person I do want to highlight in this segment is uh, perhaps one of the most underrated defenders in the Thumb area, and that's Haley Newland, because she had quite an assignment uh, last <laughs> Thursday on Adeline Moore and Carroll. 
Oh, yes. And, you know, um, Haley has been doing that for me for uh, two and a half years and going now. It's it's one of those things night in, night out that, you know, stats can't accurately – um, at least the stats that we always report can't accurately reflect the importance and the execution uh, that she puts out. You know, I suppose if someone wanted to uh, take the stats of the, the person she is uh, given duty to guard and get their points per game and then compare that to what that uh, player scores the other 19 uh, games of the year, which I'm probably not going to have the time uh, to do that right now, maybe after the season. But uh, I would venture to guess that the average scoring of those elite players across the league, their average dips down significantly when Haley's guarding them. Um, and those are things you just don't see in a stat line typically. And make it be known that there was a reason why I chose her performance as one of the five top performances of the week, the, that feature I did uh, over the weekend, if you probably saw yeah, yeah, I did. And, you know, that's so well-deserved. There's nobody that deserves a feature like that more than Haley because not only what you mentioned with the Moore kid out of Caro, I mean, you're talking when Reese brings their best, Cassidy brings their best, when any team brings in their best uh, perimeter player that typically is a scorer and makes their offense work, Haley is given that duty uh, almost every single time, if not every time. And, uh I got to say, she's never let me down a single time, uh, knock on wood, because we still have a season here to finish up. Exactly. So with that all said, uh, what are we looking to improve on uh, for, uh, from from this season so far for these two games coming up, Cass City and Reese? I mean, we, we had said it before, we're going to know... We're going to know who's in the driver's seat by Friday morning, at least on the girls' side. Oh, oh there's no doubt. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to hopefully be consistent. Uh, you know, I felt like we're getting more and more consistent. We're going to continue to spread the ball around. You know, one of the beauties of the depth we have and the talent level we have is I'm very comfortable uh, with many of the uh, players taking a shot uh, in their range at any time in the game that's an appropriate for that point of the game. Uh, so we are very, you know, a diverse team across the board. Um, so I anticipate we're, you know, we're going to go out and play our best. Uh, the girls realize that this week is going to be the most important week of the season. Um, and with last night's game, you know, it's always going to be a tough game anytime you play a school rival. So they realize they got to bounce back fast. They got to, they realize we're, you know, seeing the two elite teams in the conference. Um, so we're going to be consistent. We're going to give it all we got. And, uh, you know, defensively, the last two games against these two schools, I, I can't ask for a ton better. In fact, you know, specifically to Reese uh, as your game of the week. I mean, if someone would have told me in the first meeting that we're going to hold them to 27 points, I would have probably bet a lot of things that we were going to win that game. Um, so, if you know, defensively, I, I think we can't do much better, quite honestly, uh, in, in something like that. Yeah, that's quite a defensive performance to hold a team as the caliber that Reese is to 27 points. You a lot of people would think, "Hey, shouldn't there be a W in that uh, on the score column there instead of an L?" You would think, you would think you take that high caliber offense and you hold them to nine field goals for the game. Uh you would think that you would win that, that's for sure. I guess kudos to them. It just goes to show how competitive and talented they are, uh, and they outdid us by a hair. 
and that can tell you how it's just exactly how competitive this Greater Thumb West division is. Uh, I may have to get some popcorn ready or something like that for this matchup coming up Thursday night. Maybe some Reese's too, because I mean, we're at Reese. That would be fitting. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. And uh, and like I said, it's it's still a three horse race. Uh, and regardless of tonight, it's going to still be a three-horse race because I truly believe Reese Cass City and Bad Axe, uh, any given night is very capable of beating, you know, any combination as mentioned. Exactly. But I had, had a great time watching Cass City, Bad Axe, Cass City, Reese, Bad Axe, Reese as well, and we're looking forward to this second matchup. So, as usual, what's the word for this week? Um, you know, our word every single week is compete. Um, we, we stick with that as a common theme because regardless, we want to go out every single night and we want to compete at our highest level. Uh, and that's that's kind of the goal, regardless of our opponent. To compete. If you compete, you have a chance. So um, with that said, anything else you have to add to this here on Daily Tribune Sports Podcast this week? Uh, you know, I just like, again, Tom, to thank you. We really appreciate the girls and, and our whole program and community appreciates the coverage and, you know, is, is, uh, nerve wracking as some of the next, uh, 72 hours might be to me. Uh, I cannot imagine wanting to play, uh, you know, two different matchups for exciting basketball. And we certainly hope we're going to deliver on our end for sure. To be completely honest, the, these games are a lot of fun for people like me, but I, I can certainly see how it's very nerve-wracking for the teams involved. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's not everything in life, but, you know, we all want to go out there. We want to give it to our best, and, and let's face it, if they're going to turn on a scoreboard, we all want to go out and we're going to try to achieve to win. Uh, not only play our best, but we want to achieve to win too. So that's going to be the game plan for the next uh, 72 hours. So I hope with the next couple conversations we have are uh, talking about some Lady Hatchet victories. I, we, we shall see, and I'm hoping so. As well, but of course, I'm hoping for great results. I shall say, it's kind of uh, I have to stay a bit neutral if that <laughs> if that makes sense. But uh, you guys, I've gained a lot of friends in this area, as you've probably seen through my uh, statuses with uh, with the games that I've covered. So he is Coach Kurt Dennis, and this has been the Huron Daily Tribune Sports Podcast. I don't know what the color was, I can't